Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, Steph and I just wanted to laugh. And when we want to laugh, we hang out with my good buddy, Adam Bennett. He's a college friend of mine from back at Ohio Northern University. And we call him up and record a conversation. And we just had a ton of fun. So hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. What's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book? Honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes and Noble. Yes. And? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? Exactly. So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening. All right, Steph. I've been getting it today, haven't I? You're so excited about this next guest. I am. Our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, is possibly the funniest and most sarcastic person I've ever met in my life. A fellow graduate of the Ohio Northern University and, depending on who you talk to, one of Johnstown, Ohio's finest. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to tell us a good story, my good buddy, Mr. Adam Bennett. Thank you. Good to see you. Good to be here. Now, I need to add that Adam was in the running for co-host. You remember when I was like... I didn't know top, that. Oh, yeah. Top, like, I was like fifth or sixth choice. You were up there. So, Kevin mm-hmm. wanted you in co-anchor right here. Oh, wait. So, I'll be with Kevin? Yes. Oh, not okay. with me. Just oh. Kevin. So, <laughs> here's what's interesting, Adam. I haven't even said hello to you yet, and my wife is already bringing this up. She will not let me... Not going to let it go. Let it go. Nope. Not let me live this down. Nope. So... Not happening. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go and inform Adam of what happened. Okay. So, last fall, of course, we had the idea of tell us a good story and with the podcast, and a lot of it came from just the conversations we've had, Adam, on our high state road trips. Yeah. And the stories we've shared and just laughing the entire weekend, and so... The one idea was having Joe as a co-host on this because he's very good at telling a story. And then the other idea I had was the four of us, you, Joe, me, and Todd, having a conversation, recording it, just because of how much fun it is on those road trips with you guys. I'm like, if we could record this conversation, that would be very funny. But logistically, it would just be a nightmare trying to organize everyone's schedules to try to put this together on a regular basis. So that was my second idea. The third idea was having my wife as the co-host. Third? 
third. All not right, top only, five. Right, thank you. That's pretty you. good. That's not bad. Thank you. Yeah. Not only was I his third idea, but his fifth choice in terms of who he could be with. But, so. it, but it was obviously the best choice in hindsight. Well, you have the same agent, so it made negotiations a lot easier. <laughs> it's Exactly. But thank you for getting on here with us on short notice, Adam. So, of course, this afternoon, Steph, I called Adam and said, hey, Steph and I need to laugh. And, of course, when you and I want to laugh, we either go to the funny bone or we hang out with this guy. <laughs> it's okay? true. And so I knew it was going to be a long shot on if we'd be able to have a recorded conversation with Adam. And thankfully, he agreed, short notice, and he was free this evening. Yeah, sure, I'll hop on, do you a favor, and record a conversation with you. So, and Adam, quite honestly, I mean, this is episode 32 yeah. of ours. We would have had you on much earlier. Uh, no problem. But we really didn't think you'd even say yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kevin's- <laughs> <laughs> Kevin was like, I'm going to ask Adam. He's not going to say yes. He's, Even he's today, not, Steph was like, he's n- good luck. He's not going to no say yes. Way. No way. He's like, I will gladly do this tonight if Adam it, says yes, but he's not going to say it. Because what I say should not be recorded and preserved <laughs> in any sort of <laughs> tangible fixed well, medium. Is that it? A couple reasons. <clears throat> One, um, you're not much, I guess you, I, you're not known for telling a lot of stories. No. I guess. No, you're I find more, myself boring after about two lines and then i just uh, wrap it up so that was one i didn't think you would be interested in telling a story okay and two you're also kind of known for saying inappropriate things Mm. uh in public which to me is absolutely hilarious but Mm -hmm. thankfully this is not live yeah. Right, yes. so we can edit any of this out. For sure. But really, the main reason was I didn't think you'd want to do it because typically we're just telling stories, mm-hmm. right? So, but it doesn't matter because it's our podcast and we're just going to talk, and we're you can chime in, yeah, yeah, anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple things when it comes to inappropriate comments, Adam, that come to mind. <clears throat> there are multiple things that come to mind actually, but I'm going to rattle off two. Okay. F- of course. You and I, of course, love to watch high state football together. You will come over to the house, watch football with us in our basement, or UFC fights in our basement. The one and the one inappropriate thing that came to mind that I thought was hilarious that Adam has said is we were watching UFC fights in our basement. And of course, it's us and a few other women down there and some of my buddies uh, with their wives. And we start watching one of the earlier fights where they had women on the card on the mm-hmm. fight card well adam in her basement just blurts out like man i hope none of these broads are pregnant <laughs> as they were fighting <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't remember that <laughs> i thought that was hysterically funny <laughs> I was concerned. One, but two he said this and like there's women everywhere mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. just blurted this out and so to me it was hilariously inappropriate but <laughs> I could not stop laughing at him saying that. And then the second thing was the time he made you very mad when you were pregnant. Let's okay, so let's set the scene. Okay. You were going on a guy's trip, right? No, he came over for an high state game. Oh, she knows more than one instance. That's bad. <laughs> I thought Okay, which it was one was before this? he <laughs> Left. Get him confused. I thought it was before you guys left on your guys' no. trip. So when you got pregnant, of course, we we're ecstatic. Which time? With baby number three. Okay. 
because we'd had so many issues, obstacles in our lives from health issues to having babies to infertility issues. Oh, that's the context I was missing. (laughs) Okay, now go ahead. This is... Okay. This helps me. This makes me look better because I didn't know this. Go ahead. (laughs) So... Typically, when we would inform people that you were pregnant, and this was right after my, this was after my cancer uh-huh. uh, spell that I had, and doctors telling me, "Hey, we're gonna have to freeze uh, semen samples if you want to have oh. children in the future." All of that, and we're like, "No, let's not go down that route just yet." Okay, so get through all the cancer treatments, surgery, all of that, and a year later, you are pregnant. Okay. We are ecstatic. When we would tell people that you're expecting our third and final baby, people were so overjoyed for us and they would hug us, cry, just ecstatic. What can we do to help? Do you need anything for the baby? And when I went to tell Mr. Adam Bennett here that my wife was pregnant with our third child, that's not the reaction I got from him. (laughs) Adam, I don't know if you, if you remember this. I'm sure you probably do. The reaction I got was, one, laughter when I told you that Steph was pregnant. And two, you go, have you done the math on this, Evan? <laughs> you are making me look like a young dad here. He's like, how old are you? Like, how old are you going to be? I'm like, I'm going to be 40 when we have this child. Yeah, exactly. Have you done the math on this? And so... As expected, my yeah. wife, uh-huh. who was right there and yeah. heard this conversation, heard this uh-huh. reaction from you, did not take that kindly, Adam, <laughs> and did not want to speak to you, I think, the rest of the night during that Ohio State game. She was not happy with you, Adam. You know, now that all this context is out here, I, I would like to go back. How many years? Three? Four? And say congratulations. <laughs> it's great. You have overcome a lot. And um, there's really nothing more to add, but... Yeah. It's all news to me. See, I knew about the electrocution thing. Mm -hmm. I knew that. I don't know if I knew the rest of that. But the reason I didn't know the rest of that was I had young kids. And now you know. The brain is gone. True. Very true. Very true. So for the rest of that pregnancy, yeah, you, you weren't. You weren't like Adam Bennett's number one fan by any means. That's not true. I love Adam Bennett. Adam makes me laugh. But let's be honest, I was exhausted and hormonal. And those two things are not good when there's sarcastic people in my life. That's what Kevin said to cover for you as soon as you left the room. (laughs) Like she's sarcastic. She's hormonal. I think he said hysterical, irrational, hormonal, and unreasonable, I think, were his exact words. And he smoothed the whole thing over because... At first, I was like, "Listen, I really do need an apology from her." And he was like, "You know, not you've got to consider what's going on." And then I just, you know, let it go. So, exactly. and, and Kevin smoothed it over nicely. I know how to talk to Adam. <laughs> so, listeners, as you can tell, my buddy Adam uh, has what I would call a gift of sarcasm. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate this gift, Adam, maybe as much as I do. Um, I'm sure your wife probably does not. Uh, Yeah, she's on the fence after 17 years, still on the fence. I know my wife, when she was hormonal, was not a fan of that Uh gift as well. But let me give you a little example, listeners, of 
our friend Adam Bennett's sarcasm. Okay, so if you check out the very back of our book, you met her where? Of yes, you met her where? We have a quote here from Mr. Adam Bennett mm-hmm. regarding the book. Now, typically, you get endorsements on the back of the book. Here's my buddy Adam's endorsement. I think my buddy Kevin has now officially written more books than he's read. Mm-hmm. That is the quote that we have on the back of our book here by my buddy Adam Bennett. So thank you. Sure. You're on the you're on the back of our cover, my man. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, a big that's deal. good to know. Um, you know, I, I start the clock of books read around high school. So you know, maybe before that, you know, where, where the red fern grows, old yeller. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's exactly true what I said, but you know, you're in the ballpark. I get it. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, it, from a historical perspective, Adam and I met at Ohio Northern University. We were not roommates, but my roommate, uh, eventual roommate, Dr. John Stoffer, who we had on episode 15. How do you remember this? Because I put these together. That's so, true. I remember these. Mm-hmm. So, episode 15. Uh, lived across the hallway from Adam. And that's how I met Adam our freshman year in college at Ohio Northern. And then he moved to Columbus uh, afterwards and, and went to law school at Ohio State. And we've kept in touch. And of course, throughout the years, we've gotten closer and closer, uh, I guess, as we've gotten older. And Adam is part of my uh, crew that goes on these high State road trips. So um, yes, I have a lot, of sto- a lot of good stories about Adam. And Adam, even after I texted you this afternoon, a few ideas... I was like, man, there's so many stories that I could bring up that we have. We'll have to, we, we will continue this on another podcast another day, but I mean, I just love this guy. Okay. So I want to tell my favorite story or have Adam tell my favorite story of him. He says he doesn't have many stories, but I, it's my favorite story concerning Adam. Okay. Okay. So I'm not very good at setting the scene, so set this, because it's about when he came over to our house after New Albany. Yes. Okay, go. So, one thing we've done in the past is we've had March Madness at our house, where we've taken Friday. Oh, that's right, March Madness. Yes. Like a Friday afternoon, half day from work, and Adam and some other buddies will come over and uh, start watching basketball starting at noon, 1230, whatever, and those starts. Well, this one year, this is kind of our, our tradition for a few years, but Adam came over to watch the games with us. And at one point he gets up and he starts walking around like an old man, walking very gingerly, walks to the back where the bar area was and is like stretching out. And I think I made the comment like, dude, are you okay? What What's going on with you? And then Adam says, oh yeah, I got hit by a car the other day. And when he said, I got hit by a car... We thought he meant he was in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And immediately we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, where were you driving? Where were you? Wh- who, whose fault was it? And Adam responded with, no, 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 no. I wasn't in a car accident. I literally got hit by a car <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. walking across the street. Yeah. So, Adam, can you please tell us again that story of how you not were in a car accident, but you literally got hit by a car? Uh. Uh, yeah, I think first of all, God was punishing me because I left work five minutes early because of March Madness. <laughs> I was trying to get over to your place, and any chance I had of slipping out unnoticed kind of went away with the sirens and the trucks and all that stuff because I started crossing in New Albany, uh, just the kind of the center of town, small town. And uh, I mean, I looked both both ways. My head was on a swivel, and I had the cross signal, 
And I look left and I look right. The next thing I know, I'm on like the hood of a Toyota Highlander. <laughs> and then I hit the ground and I'm on the phone with Cody. And I'm like, I'll call you back. And I just set it down. And then this woman comes up and, uh, and, and she goes, are you all right? And I go, yeah. And I was like, I, I felt relieved because I felt okay. And I was in the crosswalk, but you know, people were stopped. And, and uh, she was a nurse. She had a nurse's out scrubs on. So I, I felt fortunate until she said, I don't know why I didn't see you. So she was the one who actually hit me, but uh, at least she was a nurse and she, I don't know, kept traffic from coming. Squad came. I didn't want to miss the game. So I kind of walked it off and uh, they told me to, I was okay. It was ibuprofen, you know, and, and that was it. it now that wasn't, well. if I remember it, that was not on your way to our house, right? No, I was going to run home first, I think. Well, I don't know. Okay. I, I know it was March Madness Day because I left early to watch okay. the game somewhere. Okay. And Ohio, and State, on, Ohio State was in the tournament that year. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're on the phone with your wife. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I think the phone like flies out of your hand. Yeah. And your wife's yeah. yelling, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. You go back I did to make it phone. to the phone to say, I'm okay. I'll call you back. Right. Um, and uh, you're just laying there in the street in the middle yeah. of New Albany. Yeah. And do you, think, do you think the woman was distracted? Do you think yes. she was texting? No, think? I think she was late for a, like a choir practice or something. She had a kid with her, and the kid okay. was on the, the way to some activity. And um, and yeah, I just you know I kind of looked, looked left, looked right. Next thing you know, I'm on kind of on the hood. I, I was able to, I was able to kind of turn so it didn't you know crush my knee. I was okay. It just kind of hit me in the rear end, rolled up, rolled down. Um, somebody the next day said, "Hey, I heard about that on the radio. You really blocked the <laughs> traffic." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I tried to You're get out of the way. I was, you know, the only fast I could crawl. Uh, so, no, that was it. <laughs> but it did make the radio. So, um, but the collateral damage, though, of this stuff is now for the past four or five years, we've gone on these high state road trips. Mm-hmm. Adam is pretty much scared to cross the street. <laughs> uh, well, I, I look. I mean, constantly. His head is yeah. on a swivel. It's back around. A swivel. Mm-hmm. And when we were in Indianapolis, we stayed downtown Indianapolis and then went to Drift to Bloomington. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the whole time, his head's on a swivel and we pretty much have to hold his hand walking across the street okay. in downtown Indianapolis because he was and Don't use nervous. your phone while you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> don't walk and use your phone no. trying to cross the street. No. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, it's great when you're talking to your kids. You can say, you know, look both ways. Why? You know, you kind of like, all right, I'll tell you why. <laughs> you start getting the shakes, and then you <laughs> tell them the story, and oh, wow. And they're like, you look all right. Yeah, I look all right. You don't know what happened up here when I, got, when I went on that hood. I mean, so it's it's good life lesson for the little ones. So, Steph, we just moved into a new rental home. You know who's good at homes? I do. Jay Luby. And? Miss Connie Luby. Yes. They build custom homes. They do remodeling. They do office construction. Steph, if you go to lubycompanies.com, they have a picture-by-picture here on their portfolio. And everyone is absolutely amazing. I want every one of them. (laughs) I want that one or that one. Oh, maybe that one. The only problem about lubycompanies.com it's hard to spell. Uh, there's no way I could spell their last name unless you would have told me. I guarantee they get to ask every day, how do you spell that? So friends, it's L-U-E-B-B-E companies.com. Go to that website, 
phenomenal pictures of what they do. From new construction to like new renovations, the Luby companies are here to partner with you. They are also a proud sponsor of... Tell us a good story. So, many funny things that I have about Adam. One being... Um, the attitude of not giving a darn about what he wears out in public. All right. So Adam, <laughs> I don't even view it that way. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a couple examples to refresh your memory. Okay. A couple years ago, Steph, I'm at Kroger's off of Hamilton and 270. Okay, Kevin, let's set the stage here. Adam is a very professional man. Yes. What does he do for a living? Yes. He's actually a partner of a law firm here in New Albany, Ohio. So, yes, he is a professional guy. And I should probably clarify, not giving a darn, maybe outside of the office. So, Steph, I'm at Kroger's a couple years ago. And I'm getting ready to check out. And I look at another counter. And I see Adam with his father at another checkout counter. Okay? So, I immediately just go over into their line, say hello. Adam turns around. And he is wearing... What is now a see-through <laughs> T-shirt from our Ohio Northern orientation back in 1997. Do you remember okay. how we got those shirts? Do you remember well, they I, mailed them to us before yes. we even? Yes, I remember getting this padded envelope. Like, what is this? Yes. That that was a shirt from that. It predates freshman year of college. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was for that orientation that summer before our freshman year of college. So. Yeah. This so this shirt was 20 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a cream color. But at this time, Adam's wearing it. There's whole like he raises his arm. There's like there's a hole, I think, in his shirt, mm-hmm. and it is now see-through from how many times it's been through the washer and dryer. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that looks familiar. And you're like, yeah, it's the I know that shirt from orientation. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I remember this from two decades ago. So I was shocked that he was wearing that. Okay, <laughs> absolutely shocked. Right? What'd you do with yours? I mean, I'm sure it's probably Goodwill, probably uh, 15 years ago. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, you have no so, sentimentality. Not on that one. <laughs> not on that one, Adam. But the other thing that cracks me up that he has worn is, and I've seen Adam, I think, multiple times now wearing this. He will go out in public and will even go to church wearing a Lane Bryant T-shirt. Mm-hmm, that's right. And what is the story behind that, Adam? Uh, the story is... Do I have it on here? No, oh, you no. Don't. You're wearing it right now. <laughs> You're actually wearing it right now. It, it was clean. white and pink. It was a white clean. and pink Lane Bryant, Lane Bryant t-shirt. It <laughs> fits you like Lane Bryant. So, so what happened was... My, my wife worked as a nanny when, she, when we first got married for this exec who worked for Lane Bryant and uh, the na- the um, exec had twins that, you know, Cody was the nanny for. And then when we had our first, the Cody inherited all that clothing, you know, the kids clothing, right. You know, so right. from the, from the, uh, from the ladies, kids from the twins. Uh, so she, she got it in a bag and she was going through the bag and most of it's kids clothing, obviously, but this shirt, this men's XL got in there. And I don't know. I saw it and just thought, this may be my Friday <laughs> evening through Sunday afternoon attire. And I just grabbed it. And she's like, you want it? I go, yeah, I want it. And, uh, I just, just go to shirt. Yeah. 
I haven't worn it as much lately. It somehow ended up on the bottom of the pile. But um, I don't know. It's it's coming out of retirement. You know. But you've actually worn that to church, and people have said stuff to you. I believe. Yeah. It only, it only gets. I mean, if people know me, they know. I mean, it's just a shirt. Some people don't know me. They'll assume because Lane Bryant has uh, corporate offices here. They'll say. They'll look. And they go, oh, do you work for Lane Bryant? We go, nope. <laughs> All right. There you have it. Just a fan. Got it. Um, <laughs> somebody said something to my wife's friend once because I was at a party wearing it. And I think it got back to my wife like a friend of a friend said, does he work for Lane Bryant? Why is he wearing that shirt? And I, I think Cody had to explain um, or she just left the party. I forget. It's probably easier to leave. But uh, yeah, so that comes up every now and then. I've cut back though. See, my my kids are old enough to be embarrassed now. Okay. So I mean, this changes everything for me. So. Oh gosh, that's so funny. He's actually wearing it right now. <laughs> so speaking of your wife, Cody, another thing that cracks me up is Adam married a nanny, mm-hmm. like a professional nanny. She went to nanny school. They placed her in, was it Granville? Is that where she started? Uh, I think or, it was her th- second gig. Okay. Um, yeah. But it, an actual real nanny academy school. Yeah. And that's how she ended up in, in the Columbus area. Mm-hmm. And eventually meeting this guy. Mm-hmm. So she is by the book, right, on how to raise a child, ways to potty train a child. She's got, you know, she's been trained for this stuff. Well, Adam will do the exact opposite of what the book would go by, right? Once they started having children. And so a couple of things that come to mind, Adam, is can you tell Steph, because I don't know if Steph has heard these, the story about you put on some, I think it was your hunting earphones or something. Um, when yeah, Cyrus shooting was, earphones. Yeah, shooting earphones. Yeah. And because your wife, Cody, had said, okay, you're, you're watching the baby and Cyrus is, I think, a newborn or yeah. a few months old. And she came home. You've got your shooting earphones on. Yeah. And you're playing video games. Uh, yeah. So he was crying for something. He, he was uh, our oldest. Cyrus was a newborn. And he was crying. And I guess it was my turn to rock him or something. And um, I, uh, I put on the shooting earmuffs because... I noticed, I mean, I mean, as, as your stress level goes up, you know, it kind of transfers to the kid, the kid gets more upset. So I just put them on and I guess the visual of seeing somebody completely serene with headphones on holding a screaming child must've caused her to react in a way where she's like, what do you, it seemed wrong to her, but uh, I saw her doing it about a week later. So, so so the book you speak of was rewritten that day. (laughs) <laughs> I do want to tell a story on myself, though, with Adam. Shocker. <laughs> because what brought to, what came to my mind this afternoon was they started the memorial tournament yesterday. Last year, I had an extra ticket for the memorial to go to from one of our vendors. You were n- unable to go. Do you remember this? Are you sure you asked me? Yes, mm-hmm. I'm positive. Just think I am Adam. positive. You were top five Adam. again, though. Top five. <laughs> exactly. You're on the podium, Steph. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So you could not attend. Fifth so I, I went to Adam, right? 
Adam was Naturally. able to get away from the office, went to the memorial with us, and we walked around, I don't know how many holes or whatever, but um, had a great time, a lot of fun. But one of my buddies was there, and he reminded me of what, what makes me nervous at golf tournaments. So I've, no, I've only been to the memorial a handful of times. That's the only golf tournament I've ever been to. And it always makes me nervous because when you're there in person, you can't see the ball. You, you cannot see the ball. And when I'm watching on TV, I'm always like, why, why do these stupid people get hit in the, in the stands all the time with these golf balls? Can't you just watch it? Well, no, because you're standing there, you're watching you know, Tiger hit the ball. And you're like, I got it, got it. And then it goes in the clouds. You're like, okay, I don't have it. I don't have it. I lost it. Adam, do you have it? No. I lost it. And then it drops like 10 feet, 10 feet beside you. You're like, like, jump back. Like what in the world? So the year before on the very last day, the winner of the Memorial golf tournament on hole number 18, they surround the hole with people. Okay. Final hole of the entire tournament. This guy on his approach shot from, you know, middle of the fairway to the green hits it into the crowd. All right. Hits somebody on the head and, you know, they walk up and he's, this guy's like laying there on the ground. Okay. So who, I forget the, the guy's name who won the tournament, but he took off his golf glove, like autographed it, gave it to <laughs> the fan as if that was, you know, sufficient for hitting him in the head with a golf ball. Okay. And I'm always, I'm always like, why don't they make these balls yellow or red? Like, why can't they make it like putt putt? Because as a spectator, you cannot see these golf balls. You completely lose them in the sky. And all of a sudden just, drops beside you and always just freaks me out. Cause I'm like, I lost it. I lost it. Where's it at? So last year, I forget which hole it's up. It's me. Adam's beside me. Another buddy from work and somebody hits it. We're by the, we're by the green hits it. And again, I'm like, okay, I lost it. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> and so for some reason, my internal filter did not catch this and it should have, but I blurted out very loudly heads up like that. Okay. Adam and I are maybe like three rows back from the rope. When I said heads up, all three rows in front of us like drop on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) It's so, and so there's like senior citizens in the front row on their on their little lawn chairs that have been there all day. (laughs) (laughs) Like drop. Ground uh-huh. and like Adam and I are the only two like standing. <laughs> like finally a good view. <laughs> We're the only should have thought standing. of this earlier. <laughs> so, I was not expecting this reaction by these three rows of people, but I'm like heads up, and yeah. everyone like drops to the ground, like stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> and Adam looks at me and just shakes his head, like I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I think you're so making a good ball- a good pitch for PGA commissioner with your why can't it be more like putt putt? <laughs> with the I'm bright serious, green you, balls and the bright orange. Completely lose it, Steph. You completely lose it. It always freaks me out. Like I lost it. I lost it. I don't know where it's at. I'm always afraid that it's gonna just drill me. I want to know where the ball dropped. Where did the ball drop at? Like like the green on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it hit elderly people on the other side of the of the fairway. It was fine. Big deal. But I just remember Adam looking at me like, don't do that. Like, that's not cool. But Adam and I are like the only two people still standing. I used to work at a golf course, but I I shouldn't say. I used to work in a locker room at a golf course. 
stag lounge at a golf course. I was three <laughs> degrees separated from the actual play. So I didn't know a lot of the etiquette, but you see those old people hit the ground and you know, you don't know what experience they're flashing back to. <laughs> Adam, you've got children. I'm sure you've taken them to the zoo multiple times or your wife, My wife tells professional me nanny. It. Yeah. Yes. Take I've heard good zoo. things. <clears throat> yes. So up until this trip, I have not been a fan. You don't like the zoo? zoo. I like it. What annoys me, Adam, is when I've gotten there, I feel like I'm getting nickel and dimed going to the zoo. And it annoys me because our taxes are going towards the zoo. They're getting sponsors. We're buying a summer membership. Why are they nickel and diming me when I get inside, right, for a train ride or to pet a camel Uh, or to feed the membership (laughs) or to... You take the carousel ride. I mean, just that just annoys me. Like that should all be included once you get through the gates. Well, you're, fe- you know, they want you to pay to feed animals. You're doing their job. You're like, right? Thank you. Lousy mooching exactly. manatees. <laughs> Jimmy, Christmas. Exactly. So we went this week to the zoo, mm-hmm. and one, I forgot how many vans there are in this world until we park in that parking lot. And like, holy cow! There's a lot of strollers and a lot of vans in this world. And most of Columbus is right there in that parking lot. But we go there, and Adam, I'm not very good with animals. Yeah, okay. You, yeah, I'm, you've expressed that before. I think you're. I think you've said you don't like animals. I don't like animals, yeah. but I'm not good with what recognizing an, yeah. what animal it is. Okay, I'm like good with the basics. I'm good with the fundamentals. He's but, good with cat versus dog. Yeah, yes. like that's all he gets. Yes, but animals for some reason. Don't get it, right? So we would go to the zoo previously, and our kids would be like, Daddy, what's that? Daddy, what's that? And I'm like, that's a fox. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I would notice like adults and other people yeah. looking at me, and then stuff, that's, that's, a, red, that's a red panda. I'm like, oh, okay, a red panda. Uh, oh, that's a red panda, right? And then, so I d- after doing this like twice, blurting out the wrong answer as to what the animal was that we're looking at, yeah. Steph kindly comes over and shushes me <laughs> to stop talking. <laughs> stop blurting out the answers of what these animals are yeah. unless I see a sign. Yeah, it's like Wheel of it. Fortune when people blurt it out and it's not right. <laughs> and you're just like, you're just screwing it up. It was on the tip yes. of my tongue. Yeah, Exactly. So, Steph is getting embarrassed because I'm blurting out these answers like I think I know what it is. Like, I, I think that's a reindeer. Is that a reindeer? And then you look, yep, that's a reindeer. Okay, thank you for confirming. But I... No, yeah. or it'll be like, he's like, that's a reindeer. I'm like, that's a moose. Yeah. Like, no. You know, if you... We both have, like, antlers, so... You know, if you pose as his chaperone for the group home, you probably could get in for about half the price. It's and then, true. at that point, the nickel and diming issue goes away. I mean... <laughs> You want to ride the pony for free? Right, there you go. Good <laughs> place. Great point. You got, you got something you can work with there. <laughs> so after that first trip, I'm not allowed to bark out any answers mm-hmm. to what I think it is unless I see the sign. It's okay? gotten so bad at this last trip. I was like, Daddy, what's this animal? And Emmy's like, remember, you don't ask Daddy. <laughs> don't even ask Daddy. He doesn't Wait, know. Go to your mother. Go to your mom. I don't know. I'm not allowed to answer that. Okay. I think it's, it's a reindeer, bad. but go ask your mother. It's bad when our oldest daughter already knows. Like, daddy doesn't know the answer to those. Right. Well, Adam, we're, at, we're watching elephants. I'll give you an example. Watching as far elephants as you this know. week. Yeah. 
I think yeah. it was an elephant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they told me it was an elephant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Steph's like, no. Emmy goes, Mama, there's, looks like there's three male elephants and two female elephants. And she said that. I'm like, holy crap. How does she know that? I'm like, how does she see that from back here? I'm like trying to look between the legs <laughs> from where I'm like, how does she know that? And I'm like, how do you know that? How do you know there's a three male and three female? She's like, well, three of them have tusks and two of them don't. So there's oh. three male and two female. I'm like, man, you are smart. Yeah. Just like your mother. But then I got home Adam, I'm like, why am I taking her word for this? Yeah. And so I look it up. That's not correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not correct. You let, and you let her I have it, right? I had to actually right. Google this. <laughs> I actually had to Google this. So I Google, how do you tell the difference between a male <laughs> elephant and a female? <laughs> and so the answer I got was the female elephant has two breasts between their front legs. The males do not. I'm like, thank you, Captain Obvious there mm-hmm. with Google. So Emmy was not correct. She was not. But I went the whole day thinking, man, she's really good. Like she knows her animals she's better than brilliant. I do. Brilliant. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then, Adam, we go to the reptile exhibit. Okay. I do not like snakes. Oh. At all. My wife won't go in that house. Seriously, she won't go in at all because of snakes. Yes. <laughs> the only yeah. thing good about that exhibit is the air conditioning. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that, a big that draw. is it. That's a big draw. That is it. So, of course, I have to go in there. The kids want to see the snakes. Okay. So, I think you are holding Tate at this point. Emmy, our eight-year-old, is, is walking beside you. And L, our four, now five-year-old, is in the stroller, the double stroller that I'm pushing. Okay? And I'm just looking at the signs. And some of these signs are kind of hilarious. Okay? And so, I'm reading them. And, of course, every, every snake, every reptile is venomous right <laughs> every everyone it seems like yeah. is is venomous <laughs> to me okay and so um and so we go past this and i actually took a picture of this sign because i thought it was very funny and this picture was of the scrub python and so it documents what the scrub python is australia's longest snake reaching a length of 23 feet long. They are, known to, they are known to be a grumpy bloke. Oh, really? They do not like to, they do not like to be disturbed <laughs> and are very shy. So that's what the sign says. Adam. They're more like otters, friendly and playful. <laughs> and, you know, they're so much like us. <laughs> so I'm pushing the stroller. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to take a picture of the sign because I thought it was funny. An angry bloke, right? So I leave the stroller to go back, take a picture. And I totally forgot that you should not leave your child unattended in their stroller with the reptile ex- exhibit because they will lose their daggone mind. How far away were you? What I found out. Ten feet. Okay. That's a great so, area. But it was there. it was kind of around kind of around the corner. Around the corner. Okay. It was a little bit around the corner. Uh, okay. I want to take the picture. Couldn't I come it. back and Elle's just yeah. losing it. Mm-hmm. So you can't leave your child for more than three seconds. Yeah. Apparently. Nowadays. Which yeah. understandable. Now I know, right? So then we get to was it the iguanas? Mm-hmm. It was the iguanas. Okay. And Steph looks at me. She's like, I think that one's dead. Look at that one. <laughs> I think it's dead. And so this, there's like four or five in this big glassed in exhibit. And this one, it's on its back. Its eyes are like rolled in the back <laughs> of its head, but halfway open. Its claws and legs are frozen. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's not moving. It's not moving. This it's, snake has legs. This is crazy. It, has, it, <laughs> it must be dead. And I'm like, do, do we tell somebody? Do I need to go tell somebody, hey, you might want to pull that one out? Or what? <laughs> no. And all of a sudden, it snaps up. Apparently, it was sleeping. Yeah. Apparently, it was sleeping. And all of a sudden, our kids are like, it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> and they're like yelling through the exhibit, it's alive. And so we're all excited because all of the iguanas... Behind the glass are, are physically healthy yes. and moving around now, <laughs> which was nice. So then, Adam, for the grand finale of the day, we go and see the tortoises. This is just yesterday, right? No, this was... Wednesday. Wednesday, oh, okay. yes. Wednesday. So, went and saw the tortoises. And you guys know, th- those tortoises are huge. You end on the right? tortoises, huh? Well, we the story ends on the tortoise. Our, our this story. Is, this is his favorite story of the day. So we go to this outdoor exhibit with these two tortoises. The one tortoise, which I'll say is a male, is climbing up the back of the female, trying to have, I will say... He's trying to have fun. fun. Uh-huh. He's trying to have fun. Trying to have fun with the, the female tortoise. Mm-hmm. He wanted... I told the kids he wanted a piggyback ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I was like, Mommy, what's... What's what are they doing? And you're like, um, piggyback ride. Yeah, it's a piggyback ride, and uh, yeah, She's that tortoise not, is climbing on on yeah. on her back. And the one, the female tortoise is not having it. Not having it. Hmm. So this female tortoise mm-hmm. pulls away and is like trying to get walk away, away, walk away from this other tortoise. Yeah. And this other tortoise will finally catch up, try to get another get ride, a, another ride, mm-hmm. and the other tortoise just takes off again. Okay, and so. I, I'm thinking, like, should we be standing here watching this with our children? I guess they don't know what they're saying right now. They think mm-hmm. it's a piggyback ride, but they're they're very active. We've never seen tortoises. Never. This I've never before. seen them move as much as we did on Wednesday. So, again, my internal filter did not catch this, Adam. I blurt out loudly in public. Oh, don't say it. Don't I know the feeling, it. bro. Is what I yelled oh. to this tortoise. Know the feeling, bro. Man. What Within. feeling, daddy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Let's use the filter voice. Guys. My wife then subsequently has to justify why this female tortoise is not having it and not in the mood. You're just so we're having this conversation with other people in public, and you're like, it's too hot out. You're, yeah, you're both transferring onto out. your you're both transferring onto your and turtles. Then, and then Steph yeah. starts yelling at the tortoise, go in the shade. Yeah. Steph's go like, in the shade. This one's got a headache. And you're like, well whatever. <laughs> you know, you're each projecting I mean, onto your individual turtles. Yes. <laughs> But it was funny because the woman in front of us, who was also watching the scenario, she started chiming She's just like, in. Just get it over with, yes. so we can go on about our day. Is what the woman said. And Steph's just oh like, "It's too hot. Gosh. It's too hot to do that." And so we were having this conversation literally at this public exhibit, and then we came back a little bit later. The male had given up. Yeah, he is in the corner. He's exhausted from the chase and. Of course, the female one, which was hilarious mm-hmm. to us that we were actually watching funny. this and speaking in code around our children. <laughs> so Adam, the other story that came to my mind, and this is like the final story, is I want you to share again with us 
your homeschooling experience. So a couple years ago, your oldest son, your oldest child was just bored with school, right? He is very advanced. I don't got know. bored with it. <laughs> it depends on the day, right? How advanced this child is. But bored with it. You pull him out of school. I think you homeschooled him for what? A year and a half? Yeah. It was a year and a half. Okay. Year and a half. So, of course, I don't know when we were discussing this. It was probably during a high state football game in our basement or whatever. So, Adam decides, hey, we're going to homeschool our, our son. We're going to figure this out. And he named what was the name of the homeschool academy at your at your I house? I started Adam? calling it "Keeping It Real with Kids Academy." <laughs> yes, and so <laughs> I don't know any Latin, so I couldn't put anything on a crest that looked any better than that. So, and I think the mo- correct me if I'm wrong, but the motto of your academy was "Nobody cares, figure it out." <laughs> Sorry, right? Or students like figure it out for yourself yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was a 180 from what had been going on in first grade it was first grade just wasn't going well it was kindergarten went great and uh and and first grade was a lot of a lot of just nondescript complaints from the teacher like you know i'd say it it was an academic issue no was it a behavioral issue no it's just sort of this vague stuff like we want me to do well well nothing really concrete so i'm like i just don't like your kid yeah pretty much i mean that's fine um and so I pulled him out and we started homeschooling and I kind of wanted it to be a different experience, you know, different, traumatic, you know, it's, it's a shade <laughs> of difference. So what I did was I tried to really go opposite. First of all, all the stuff that I think is completely unnecessary. I said, I gotta be honest with you, son, spelling, pff, waste of time. I mean, you're not going to be a medieval scribe. Who cares? You, know, you don't need to know that at all. And the other thing is, who actually knows how to spell words because they saw it on a spelling test? I don't, I don't see the connection there. So I ditched that. Anything involving memorization? No, waste of time. We're not doing that either. Um, so we kind of focused on more concrete things like um, we'd play Monopoly. And for the real world experience, I would try to rip him off when I was making change. <laughs> And, and I'd be like, this is a real world skill. It teaches math and just general distrust. So I would do that. Um, at one point, I had him go to the park. Uh, it, was, it was a block away. I could sort of see him from where I was. And I, I taught him how to do, you know, degree and distance. You know, so you could like, let's make a map of the park using your compass and, and stepping it off and, and sort of, uh, you know, just more practical hands-on stuff. Uh, but I only did it for a year and a half. And so he showed up, he, he went back in second grade and, and I told him, listen, if the second grade teacher has a problem with you, it's you. I mean, we know, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just that simple, but no problem. With second grade teacher, no problem. With third, fourth, done with fifth. So it was just an issue with a first grade teacher. And uh, we actually had a lot of fun. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, he wanted to go back, by the time second grade rolled around though. So he, he was tired of the Academy and uh, it, it closed up and uh, it's endowment remains a couple old workbooks and uh, a pencil sharpener. That's it. So Steph, Adam was, so I was asking Adam about this. I remember him telling me like, yep, today's agenda is he's going to learn how to mow the grass, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. then tomorrow he's going to help me uh, change the brakes on our car. Mm-hmm. Yep. And keeping it, keeping it real with Kids Academy. Yeah. And so he, he was going to, I'm like, Adam, if you make up t-shirts, 
like make me a t-shirt with with the crest whatever i will be you know the assistant vice principal mm-hmm. or uh you know, director of discipline, whatever you need. Oh, we had a lot of administrative would, bloat like that. A lot of ombudsmen's, a lot of yes, coordinators. You, it was that's what ruined us. If you can be on the board, yeah. I'll be on the board member. <laughs> Title Nine coordinators. Uh, oh, it was a mess. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> and so I just loved the name of his school, Keeping It Real with Kids <laughs> Academy. The motto: Figure it out for yourself. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a, a unique experience. I. He doesn't want to go back to it because now they're talking about, you know, kids not going back in the fall. And I said, um, you know, they're offering a distance learning option or you can go back. That's kind of what our, our district's doing. And then he wants to go back all the way. He doesn't want to do the distance learning. Um, he's, he's seen what that is. He's seen that movie. He has, before. He's been there and I don't know. I mean, traumatic. First year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Steph, do you have any other things you want to, talk about ask Adam while we have him on the phone no I now know that if I'm crossing the street with Adam you gotta hold his hand I'm gonna hold his hand and if I go to a golf place with you I'm gonna have to make sure you don't make inappropriate comments and maybe cover your head or whenever a golfer swings his club yes you're gonna be nervous i do with get that. i do get nervous you definitely lose it in the clouds yeah absolutely mm-hmm. so well adam again appreciate you buddy hey, getting on sure, here sure short much. notice having a conversation allowing steph and i to laugh we need you this. need to laugh today mm-hmm. after dealing with the kids yeah so adam thank you my man appreciate it you as well Listeners, if you like what you just saw, like what you just heard, please go to iTunes, go to YouTube, and subscribe, rate, review this podcast. That's the only way we'll be able to continue to produce this. Where else can they go, Stephanie? They can go to kevinandsteph.com. That's all I know. So, is that it? You crushed it. Yes, crushed it. Thank you, listeners.